Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome to this podcast episode. This is my first podcast episode that I am recording from Portugal. So if you didn't already know, I have just left my home in Bali for the past nine months to come to Europe for a couple of months. And then I'm going to Africa for about a month. And this is my first podcast that I'm recording on my trip. And it's my first podcast in Portugal. So hi, hi from Portugal. Hi, everyone that's over in Europe usually a far away distance from me. I am here. And hi, everyone uh, from Portugal, if you're somewhere far away from that in the world. So anyway, let's get into today's podcast episode, which is about five essentials to create financial stability in your business. So these things that I'm going to run through in this episode, you want to have all of them to have a financially stable business. And you want a financially stable business because if you don't have a financially stable business, your business is going to be stressful as fuck. It's going to be really stressful and it's not going to be very sustainable. You know, so many people actually quit their businesses because they don't make it financially sustainable, or you could say, I mean, in their words, it might be that it it just never became financially sustainable. But the thing is, they actually didn't make it financially sustainable, um, financially sustainable, financially stable, because it's all about how you structure your business to whether it actually becomes financially stable or not. I mean, of course, there's so many factors that are involved, but I think it's actually going to be pretty clear to you by the end of this episode how you play a really big role and and the structures that you have in place in your business play a really big role as to whether you actually make it financially sta- uh, stable or not. And so many people actually could make their businesses financially stable, but just don't, just don't know these essential structures to have in place. And so they never do. And then it always feels like this roller coaster and, and it always feels like they're living out of survival in relation to their business when they just don't have to. But when you are living out of survival in regards to your business and it does feel like a roller coaster, you can only do that for so long because after a certain amount of time, you are going to burn the fuck out. You're just going to burn out. You know, and it is natural, natural and normal in your earlier stages of business for it to take 
time to create that stability, but you can be setting that stability up from the beginning so that you set it up to be financially stable. And before long, you actually reach a financially stable point in your business. There's no shame in that taking a few years to get for that process to fully land and and get to a stable point, but it will happen if you set up the structures for it to happen. And that's you know, that's just the truth of it. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode, because I I really want you guys to get this. And I really want you guys to get that you have power and control over this. It's not, it's not a like, see what happens, see if it happens. Like if you're lucky, if things go well, if things go right. I mean, there is an element of, you know, what you can control and what you can't control. But if you set these structures in place, you're going to inevitably actually lead yourself to a place of financial stability so that you, your nervous system can fucking relax, man. And you can relax and you can take a holiday and you're not stressing about money every single month or burying your head in the sand, avoiding money every single month, but then, you know, still having stuff that you have to deal with, uh, unless you just don't deal with it. I, I mean, I know some people that I actually literally know at least a couple of people that didn't do their tax for about eight years. So, I mean, you can bury your head in the sand for a while, but it is going to catch up with you and you are going to have to deal with it. And it, and it honestly, like it does create background stress. And, you know, of course for me, getting started in my business as well, it took time for it to become financially stable, but it actually, it was once I got all of these elements in place, cause I didn't know all of this when I first started, but once Once I did, and once I got everything in place, we're going to go through in this episode. And it actually, before very long, once I set these things in place, my business did become financially stable. And oh my God, oh my God, (laughs) like what, uh, you know, I could exhale. What a breath of fresh air. I just not like my anxiety, I used to experience anxiety on a daily basis, uh, for a long time in my business. And that I stopped experiencing that. I didn't have that anxiety anymore. I didn't have that just underlying fear that just used to be with me throughout my days. It just wasn't there. Um, and to just feel comfortable to feel relaxed, which if you've got a business already, um, or you have already been working on starting a business, you will know what I'm talking about. You will know that, that sense of like things, um, things or, you know, or if you've really gone for it in your business, I guess if you, if you've really related to it as a hobby business, this, this might have never, uh, you might not have ever had this experience, but for most of you, you're going to understand the experience of just not feeling like you can relax yet. And, and sometimes what happens, it's, it's like, you feel like you can never stop because you're just not at an okay point yet. Things aren't okay yet. There's this hyper vigilance. It's hard to even relax sometimes in social situations or in your relationships because you've got this hyper vigilance. You're in, you're in a survival mode. You're nervous system is activated because things don't feel stable. They don't feel safe. They don't feel okay yet. And it's, 
so essential for your mental, emotional, and spiritual health that you actually do prioritize creating financial stability in your business. And in doing so, I just want to say before we jump in, which we will in just a moment, you are not sacrificing the authenticity of your business. Like to prioritize your business, having financial stability is actually what you have to do to serve your greater vision and to serve your greater purpose that you're serving with your business. Like that's how you can serve it. It's not a thing that you're doing that, what would be the right words that like takes away from that or, or makes you less heart centered. Let's put it that way. It's not a thing that makes you less heart centered or authentic. It's actually something that serves you to be able to be heart centered or or authentic. So that was something that just came to me then that I wanted to clarify because I know sometimes there can just be this unconscious assumption that if you prioritize or care about anything financial, then that um, has ruptured your integrity when it's absolutely not the case. It's all on where you're coming from. It's all on where you're coming from. Are you, and are you coming, are you seeking to resolve a sense of incompleteness in yourself? In which case, you know, it, it can start to rupture your integrity, which is also not a bad thing. You're fucking human being, right? Like, you know, you, you, you do have, you are driven to want safety and security. So if, if you do sometimes feel like you're coming from lack or you can reflect on the past and go like, yeah, well, I've really been coming from lack, have self-compassion. You're a human, you're navigating a human experience. We want ideally for, for you and for the people you're serving that your high, that your dominant orientation and what you really uh, live from and make decisions from is love, is your heart and you're human, you know? And so all of your survival stuff is going to come into the mix, but I mean, that's a podcast episode for another time. So let's get into these five essential elements for creating financial stability in your business. Number one is having high value offerings. You might've heard me talk about this in another podcast episode where I called this a journey phase offering or a hero journey phase offering. And this is essentially having an offering that's a very high value to your customers and clients, and it's of high value to you. So you are receiving a lot more money in return than maybe uh, more uh, entry level or accessible um, price points so that so that you have these offers that also generally go over a long time period. Now, it's not the scope of this podcast episode for me to really like break this down because this looks a little bit different in different types of businesses, but all businesses can have it. Some businesses, this is more like a lifetime client. So it's not more like, it's not so much that you have one thing that people pay for and sign up for, and it stretches over a long period of time. It's more like you're the go-to person and they come to you every time they need that, like a doctor, right? Like you most likely, uh, and if you don't right now, maybe you have in the past, have a doctor. And every time you need to go to the doctor, you see that doctor, right? So that you have that relationship and this, and this doctor has these, these patients that come back to them 
every single time. So they don't need to get new patients all the time. Um, and that creates actually a level of financial stability. So that can be one form of it. It could be like a long offering that you have where you, you're delivering a really high value and it's over a long period of time. So you can really give a much higher, um, transformative experience or end result, depending on what your business is to the people that work for you. So that, for example, is my high value offerings is where I really work with people over a much longer period of time, because that's really going to help people apply, implement, and get the magical results that they want in their lives. You know, I teach them things in courses, but in a longer time period where they're committed and I'm committed and they get a lot more of me, you know, that's just a completely different level of what I can help them achieve. So that's an example of a high value offering or a hero journey offering in my business. Um, and depending on your business, like whether it's product, whether it's service-based, whether it's transformation-based and also you and what you love and what you love to offer, it will look a little bit differently. But every business can have a high-value offering that is over a longer time period. And so what this does is, well, A, uh, it creates essentially like your highest service that you can offer. And so obviously on a spiritual level, all of us, we want to be tapping into what is the the highest service you can offer? What's the highest potential you can offer? Because that's actually what's going to serve your people most if you do that. But on, uh, on the flip side, I'm not really sure if on the flip side's the right way to say it, but in addition to that, it also just so happens that that's going to create financial stability for you and your business. When you have a something that creates a consistency that is a very high value, so you are receiving usually more in return for it as well, that it's not dependent on you making individual sales every month. This is really important. Your business is actually never going to have financial stability if you don't have this. Your business can make a lot of money if you don't have this, but it won't have financial stability. I actually have a, a good friend who makes a lot of money in their business, uh, but they don't have financial stability because they don't have this. They they sell really small um, one-off sales every single month, but then you know, they can never stop. They're on a hamster wheel. They can never stop because they got to do that again the next month. And they got to do that again the next month. And then any variables that come in, such as getting sick a family emergency, um, wanting to take a break, maybe some external thing in the market that suddenly affects your business, or let, let's say some software that you use suddenly went down and that was going to affect your income. That becomes a highly stressful situation because you don't actually have financial stability. So I'm not going to go too in depth into this. I do have a podcast episode. Gosh, I really should know what it's called so I can tell you. Um, Actually, I think it's my podcast episode on reaching six figures in your business, like the structures to have in place to reach six figures in your business, where I do go a little bit more in depth into this um, 
uh, high value offering. So I'm good. I will link that in the episode description. So you can go and easily find that episode if you want to get into more detail with this, but there is, there's so many benefits to it. And one of them is that it creates financial stability in your business. And it's essential that you have this. Otherwise you will always be on a hamster wheel and you will, you will not have financial stability even if you do actually grow your income. You, you still won't have the stability. So that's number one. Number two is to consistently connect with new people that would be interested in your offering or offerings. This is essential. And this is something most people that I work with anyway, have a lot of resistance towards having a way that you consistently connect with new people that would be interested in your offer. And I'm going to tell you a word for this. There is a word for this. If you haven't, if you haven't already thought it, if it hasn't already popped in your head and there's a reason that I didn't say it first off, there's a, there's a name for this. Um, And the name for this is marketing. The reason I don't say marketing or I didn't say marketing right away is because, oh my gosh, like people have so many kind of conceptions and definitions around marketing that if I just said marketing, you wouldn't simply think consistently connecting with people that would be interested, new people that would be interested in your offer. You, that's not actually what would come into your head. If I said marketing, all this other bullshit would come into your head. All the bullshit you've been taught about marketing, what you've seen people do in marketing, what you learned marketing is in big businesses and probably maybe even a slight sense of panic and terror and tightness in your chest. Okay. So let's just put aside, it is marketing, but we're going to put aside the word marketing and you've got to have a way to consistently connect with new people. Otherwise, you're not going to have any stability in your business. You need to constantly be connecting with people. And I mean, even constantly probably sounds like an intimidating word to use in this context, because it's not that you need to be always on. It's not that you can never switch off but you do need to have avenues and channels that you create that you consistently do connect with new people. Otherwise, the next time that you, well, again, this will depend exactly on the structure of your business um, to how this would work, but like the next time you want to launch an offer or do a promotion, you're just not going to have it in front of new people that will be interested. And and you've got to have that in order to then also have the consistency of people that you need in your high value offerings. Um, And you don't need usually many people in your high value offerings. You're not going for volume there. That's where you, that's where you've got, um, you'll usually be serving a much smaller number of people, but they, uh, they, create a lot, actually a lot of financial stability for your business. And they're the people that you're serving on the highest level. Um, so this is like the other end of the scale is, is the marketing is the people that you're consistently connecting with that are going to be interested in what you do. And again, only like not all of those people are going to want to take the next step to 
engaging in something with your business, um, buying something from your business, but, but, but a percentage will, right? And so that's why you need to be having a consistent way that you connect with new people. And that can take a bit of time to figure out, but you know, there are also ways that you can find what works well for you. And you can actually ditch all of the things that you think you have to do that aren't getting you and aren't getting you anywhere that aren't getting you the result that you want, that aren't connecting you with the people that would be interested or that are interested in what you offer. Um, and really just hone in on the things that are tuned to you and your genius. And that's going to make it a lot easier uh, so that it doesn't have to be a painful process. Like it can still be a process of working that out and working out like, how do I get that consistency? And maybe, you know, there, there is on a, a larger level bursts of when you connect with new people and then it's a bit slower for a bit, like that's fine. But as long as that's something that you consistently apply yourself to and create avenues for, because if you don't do it, you're just not going to have a business and your business won't have financial stability. Like that's just, that's just the long and short of it. And I think that's, I think that's a very like self-obvious thing that I probably don't need to um, keep explaining or, or keep going on about. Um, but, but you just do need to be connecting with new people that are going to be interested in what you do. And I, I, I just feel like I need to give all these caveats or disclaimers in this section because people get so triggered by this, you know, this, this is just like, imagine that there's, imagine that there's a thousand people out there that would really like right now, they're, they're in pain or, or they're separated from what they really want in life or, or what's really going to spark their soul. Um, and what you offer them is going to bridge that is going to support them in some way. And whatever that is, like, it, it really doesn't matter if it's not a necessity thing, like, just whatever it is that you offer in your business is going to bridge that. It's going to support them in some way and it's going to, to make their lives better. And you just need to connect with those people. So they find out about your thing so that they can have that experience. They can have their problem alleviated. They can have their desire met. They can have whatever the thing is, but you've, you've like, it's your job your job. If you, if you follow me on Instagram, you, you probably heard me say this, like it's your job. It's your job to find those people. It's your job to get in front of those people. It's your job to connect with those people. And in that process, you're going to, let's say you're going to have to maybe connect with 5,000 people or 10,000 people in order to enable those 1000 people to find you and connect with you, but you've got to do it. And you have to make that actually a priority in your business. You can't, you can't go, I'm just not good at marketing. I don't like it. I'm going to avoid it. And if my product is good enough, it will market itself. You cannot do that. Please don't do that. Please don't think it's morally superior or like your business is more legitimate or your product is better if you don't do marketing. Like, please don't do that. Like, it's a disservice to everyone. Please realize the legitimacy of this. 
realize the authenticity of this, the authenticity of getting yourself out there, getting your business out there, sharing it with people, offering your products to people, um, and enabling those 1000 people to actually connect with you, engage with you and have whatever it is that you offer in their lives and for it to be improved because of that to whatever degree and whatever level all is valid. So that's point number two. Point number three essentials for creating financial stability in your business is to see your business as separate from you. So I, my le- podcast episode previous to this one is all about this. If you've already listened to it, you've already heard me bang on about it <laughs> for 30, 40 minutes, but I've I recorded a whole podcast episode on this and it's just the one prior. So you can go and listen to that if you want to hear me speak more to this, but you've really got to serve your business like a CEO that's being paid to grow a business. You, you cannot treat it as you. If you treat it as you and you experience your business as like, it's just me, you, you will actually never create the financial stability that you want because you, you have ups and downs. You are an emotional creature. You are a human being. Like you go in cycles, you fluctuate. Your feelings about yourself go up and down. Your feelings about your business go up and down. But essentially, you need to be able to serve your business as an entity separate from you so that it can have stability. And there's, there's, there's just a kind of a whole lot more to this point in terms of the structures that you put in place for your entire business to have consistency and stability, for you to have, okay, here's the business vision. Here's all the things we're going to do to make that business vision happen. Here's the tasks. Here's what needs to happen. Here's the deadlines. Here's what we need to offer here. Here's what we need to put out there. And if you see your business as like this thing that you have to serve and have all of those pieces in place and like your CEO serving it, you are going to show up for it and you are going to be organized and you are going to be professional just in terms of how you treat it. Whereas when it's just you and it's something that you associate as just you, you will tend to um, not maybe like, you know, if you're not feeling very good or you're not motivated or you feel like, oh, no one wants this from me. No one even cares. Why am I doing this? Like, does it even matter if I do this? Like, it's all about you, then things are just going to fluctuate. And it, and if it's all about you, then, oh, like, yeah, I set this deadline of I wanted to do a sale here or launch a new product here, but actually I'm not really feeling like it. I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Like, and it's just me and it only affects me because it's me. Can you see how that works? Can you see how it becomes wishy-washy? There's no accountability. There's no, there's no accountability because if it's just you, you think it only affects you. And so you let yourself be wishy-washy. And what you actually have to do is see it as something that you're serving and that you're serving the highest truth of. And you, you can probably even just feel and sense for yourself, like how would, how would you show up differently? Like how would it be different if you saw your business as 
something separate from you that has a vision and has a purpose and like say has a way it would love to be expressed in terms of a sequence of offerings and that you're now being paid as a CEO to make that happen. Would that change things for you? Would you, do you think you might show up for it a little bit differently? That is essential. It's essential for you to create financial stability because it's essential for you to create stability and consistency um, that is anchored beyond you and your waves that you go in of your emotions and, um, you know, how you feel about yourself and the world and your business and all of that kind of thing. So that's number three. And that actually really leads into my point number four, which is that you need to master your emotions. Now, I I don't mean this in the masculine way of like bulldozing your emotions, not being emotional, not being affected by your emotions, like trying to cut off your emotions or anything like that so that you're just a robot and you just can work really hard and like not be affected by anything and man up and just get over it. Like not at all. I do not mean that at all. I do not think that's healthy. I don't think that's helpful. And I don't think that's the way that most people can operate actually. Uh, It just doesn't work, right? But But, 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 but you do need to master your emotions so that you're in the driver's seat, not your emotions. It's very, you know, helpful. Well, this is what this whole point is about is, you know, having ways that you do that, having ways that you can uh, feel and process emotions or be present with emotions, but not be overrun by them. Because the thing is your emotions aren't your highest truth. It's a load of shit that just whatever you're feeling is like your truth. Whatever you're feeling is valid and it's what you're feeling and it's very valid, but that's that's very often an emotional response or I guess depending what the feelings are, it's an emotional response. It's not what's true Um, and it's, you know, it's often your ego's response to what's going on not what's true, not what you really want, not, not your intuition. Like, so again, this, I, well, I could do not just a podcast on this. I could do like a literally an entire course on this. And actually my superconscious creatures course addresses this, I would say in a, a, in a very significant way. Um, but what you want to be able to do is not be run by your emotions. That you are in your driver's seat, and the thing that's driving is the vision of your business and the truth, the the truth of like what is your truth? Because it can be your truth to follow through on things and do things, even when you don't feel like it. This is so important. This is so important. And this is where so many people run into trouble and why they never actually get the traction they really want or the momentum. This is like, this is a real thing about momentum because as soon as uncomfortable feelings come up and they don't feel like it either, 
they think they they go into thinking that is valid and then it means that what they were going for is wrong or misaligned which is such a mistake it's that is such a load of shit that's not true so there's that can happen is like oh I don't oh it just doesn't feel good anymore of course it doesn't feel good it's fucking triggering like you you're in a child your ego like the part of you that doesn't want to be seen the part of you that's afraid of judgment afraid of rejection that doesn't mean it's not true but it doesn't feel good uh, so so that can happen or that you just don't have mastery of how to manage yourself to stay the observer and you get taken down by those emotions. They just bulldoze you. They take you down. They take you out. They take you off course to your vision. And so even though like you want to keep going towards your vision, you have become powerless to the feelings that have overcome you. Um, because you, you've gone into identification with them essentially, like you haven't been able to separate yourself from them and observe them. Now, again, like that's not like a heartless thing of bypassing, but it is being able to hold a level of, this is not me. This is what I'm feeling. This is not me. This is an experience that I'm having. This is not me. This is the sensations that are going through me. And this is the story that's coming up along with those sensations. But that's not actually the truth that, you know, that that's my ego ego's reaction to what's going on here. The truth is that I have this vision. There are these offers that want to come through me. I might not be feeling it right now because I'm feeling the full fear that's coming up in regards to it, but I'm actually going to put the power in the truth and the vision, not in how I feel and being like taken and overrun by my emotions. That is a major difference. And that is so essential for creating financial stability in your business. You, you Again, you're just not going to create stability if you're being run by your emotions and they're taking the steering wheel and they're taking control and they continuously pull you off path with your end result and your vision and uh, you being able to actually serve the purpose of your business and the purpose of you uh, serving that, uh, the purpose of your business. And this was a thing that I, I struggled with for a really long time. This was, this was one of the biggest blocks for me in actually growing my business and creating financial stability in my business on the, on the internal level, this was the biggest block for me was that I would have intense feelings of shame, unworthiness, like, oh my God, like, you know, what are people going to think people like, uh, you know, what of me putting this out there, um, or just feel like having my having my, yeah, like my self-worth dictated by um, the results I perceived were happening in my business, which was also very warped. Um, and then that just taking me over, I would, I would literally be paralyzed. I would be frozen sometimes. And it would, it would happen for like six months. Like I would get frozen for six months before I could like shake it off or three months, maybe sometimes before I could shake it off and really get in my creative flow again and then start creating momentum, start creating flow. And then I would get triggered and I just didn't have a handle on that. I just didn't have the toolkit to deal with that. 
until I learned the alchemy stuff that is now such a huge part of my work, the creative development alchemy tools for how you handle that, how you manage yourself so that you actually live out of your power as a creator and out of your highest vision for yourself in all areas of your life, but also in particular your business. And those things don't derail you. And this is available to everyone. Like I like to always say that because I was a crippling case of that where I just, I just felt like it happened so intensely for me and it didn't seem to happen as intensely for other people. And so, and I felt so powerless to it that I was like, maybe I just can't create, or it's going to be so slow for me to create the business and life that I want because I the way I started, I guess I started to think of it, which is not actually totally inaccurate, was like because my trauma response essentially to trying to have uh, create my business is so intense that it, you know, it just overwhelms my nervous system and it, I just shut down essentially. But it doesn't have to stay that way. And, you know, for you, it, it might not be that severe or it might be that severe. But it doesn't have to stay that way. There are actually frameworks and tools that you can completely get a handle on that. And I am a testament to that um, so that you can consistently live from your power and serve your business vision and take action and do all of those things that make your ego want to freak out and puke um, and go into a trauma freeze response you can change that and you can change that very quickly. Um, So this is essential, getting, mastering your emotions. You got to master your emotions to create financial stability because if if your emotions are taking the wheel, there's never going to be stability. There's never going to be stability because because your emotions are never going to be like that stable. Uh, And they're particularly not if you continue to push the edges of your comfort zone and you continue, continue to push into like, what's your potential is that's always going to be triggering to your ego. It's always going to bring up a whole mix of emotions that are designed to literally derail you from that. So you just go back to the safety of your comfort zone. So that's number four. And then number five, essential to creating financial stability in your business is having a bigger, like a, a bigger picture vision, a bigger picture overview of your business and how everything flows together so that your business is not a random assortment of things you've just decided to offer and create. And it's just like a smorgasbord, like randomness. Uh, I mean, it might not be totally random because you're probably doing it along a theme, but there's just kind of all these like disconnected offers that you just, things you just made because you felt inspired to, but there's actually no greater harmony and flow. So what you actually want to have is like, what's the greater vision for your business? What's the, what's the bigger picture that you're serving here? And then how does your business serve that? What's the flow? What's the flow of um, touch points and offerings for people that come into your business so that they can can get served in that way? And it's not going to be from having hodgepodge random different things. It's going to be from having everything that like serves the flow into the next thing that's 
that's the that's also serving i feel like i just always need to emphasize this that's also serving the let's just say customer or client that's coming through your business with the next obvious thing that's going to support them all the way up to guess what guess what your high value offering which not everyone is going to reach because not everyone you know is going to feel like they want that full journey but there will be a percentage of people who would love to and who is really going to serve them to get to that full uh, high-value offering. So you want to have this bigger picture and this greater vision that everything you're doing in your business is serving. If it's not, cut it loose. It's not serving anyone. It's not serving you. It's not serving your people. Okay, that's not totally true. But in general, cut it loose, right? Because you you need to actually serve this greater flow and that is going to serve you having the financial stability that you, or just you having financial stability, basically. Um, So you need to have this this greater, greater vision in place that everything is uh, flowing and serving. I'm going to give an analogy here that I, I thought of right before I started recording this is think of a menu in a restaurant, right? When you are going to eat at a restaurant, there is a natural progression of what you're eating. Let's just use the example about a three course meal, entree, mains, desserts. So Entrees are first. You start with an entree, okay? Yes, some people skip entree because a lot of mains are really big, but like you start with an entree, something to eat. You might even just order nibbles, some chips, some hummus and pita bread. You're going to start with your entrees and that's just really clear. Okay, here's the entrees. And then those from the entrees, you go to your main and you look, you know, you look through your main course meal and uh, then you order your mains, and then you have dessert. So then people at the end of their main will decide like, oh, we're going to have dessert. Like, yeah, I'm going to have some dessert. And so then there's this natural obvious flow onto dessert, and there will be a dessert menu with all the desserts, right? Uh, so there's a, there's an obvious flow here going on that's, you know, that just makes a very easy, effortless experience for people coming in. Now, can you imagine if you went to a restaurant and this menu did not have that flow? This and this menu just it was just so random that like you couldn't figure out where to go in it. It was like there was a couple of nibbles, there was some entrees, there was like a main meal that was a that had chicken breast, vegetables and rice. There was a main meal that was just lamb skewers. There was a salad. There was a side of rice. There was um, a dessert. There was some chocolates. Uh, There was a croissant. And you're just like, well, hang on. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh." So if I order the – like – Okay, so I can order a main where I get the chicken and the vegetables and the rice, or I can order a main that's only lamb skewers. And so 
I need to order sides for that main, but I don't need to order sides for the other main. And so like, if I get this entree and this main, is that going to have overlap? Um, because like, that doesn't like, I don't really get like, what can I do here? Like, what are my options? Like it, it's, it's just too random, you know, like it, I don't see how this comes together for me to have a full experience of being fed dinner from starting out hungry and wanting to go home satiated. It's like, you know, like I do, do I get a entree and a main or an entree and like two sides and a main, like it's just, it's just completely unclear, right? Because usually if you went to a restaurant, there would be entrees that all then complement however they've structured the mains and the structure of the mains will all be similar. So you can just pick one, you know, it's not going to be that some require a side and some don't require a side, you know, like some restaurants, like their main is not actually full main. Like you have to get it with sides. And then some restaurants, as in most restaurants, like the main is the whole thing. And it's like, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. Right. So I want you to actually just take a moment and think about your business offerings right now. Do they have a flow, like an obvious flow for people to get taken on the journey of they came in hungry, they want to walk out satiated and there's just an obvious flow and someone who was just up for the full thing could just obviously get the full journey and the full flow of what you offer? Uh, or is it random things? Are people like, oh, well, if I do this or if I get this, should I get that too? Or, or, or is that overlapping? Or like, I, I don't get it. Like, what do I do after this? If I got this thing and I want more, like, uh, like what is the next thing? You know, is it, is it the random hodgepodge menu that you just don't know where you are and you don't know where to go next and there's no flow between things, right? There's no obvious flow. Because if you have that, the latter, that's going to be confusing to your customers and clients. That's actually not going to serve them. And it's not going to serve you having financial stability because there just actually won't be flow in your business. It's always going to be kind of these bursts of effort um, and, you know, keeping yourself on really that hamster wheel. So that's, that's the final element of creating a financial stability in your business is having a greater vision of your business and that everything is set up to have flow and to serve that and not have this randomness. So something that might be helpful. I mean, you've probably been doing this as we've gone through the episode, but something that might be helpful is just to tune in to, okay, like what elements, if any, what elements of these do you already have in place? And you might have none, which would be very normal because maybe no one's told you this before. What elements of these do you have in place? And then you, like even for each of these elements to what degree? So it might not be so black and white of like, do you have this or not have this? It could be like, okay, a high value offering like to what degree do I have a high value offering that when filled creates financial stability in my business? Oh, okay. Maybe I sort of got one or maybe like I don't have one at all. Like I've never created that. Um, and to what degree are you consistently connecting with new people that would be interested in your offer? 
like, oh, maybe, maybe like, yeah, maybe you've got that as a two out of 10, maybe you've got it as a five out of 10, maybe you've got it as an eight out of 10. But like, what, to what degree do you have that going on? To what degree are you in the driver's seat and the master of your emotions so that what's true and your vision gets served, not how you feel, not getting derailed by low bouts, anxiety, depression, I mean, they're more serious states, but that that's actually all what I'm talking about as well. Um, or just like, you know, just not, not feeling good, feeling tired, things like that. To what degree did those things get the power and, um, divert you from your like following through on the things that you have chosen to? So just tuning in scale of one to 10, to what degree do you have that master uh, masterfulness of your emotions? Uh, oh, I missed one. To what degree do you treat, see and treat your business as separate from you? Uh, as if you were the CEO of that business and that you needed to show up and serve the end result of that business and make sure that happens. To what degree are you doing that? And to what degree do you have a bigger picture vision of your business and that everything is set up um, to serve that bigger picture and that end result? So just tuning into the levels for each of those and then just and then just tuning into well, what's the priority for you right now? If one to three of those things was the obvious priority that like, oh, here's the thing that like, I I really need to address these things. That's going to, that's going to be the biggest difference maker for me right now. And then I can get to the other ones, you know, after that. So what are going to be those things for you? That's, so what I want you to tune into and take away from this episode. And even if you'd like to share that with me, send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at alexh.co and share with me, um, what, are they for you and and what's the obvious priority or maybe even you can think of it as like lowest hanging fruit the thing that's really going to make the biggest difference for you right now if you just focus on getting that one into place and just before i complete this podcast episode i want to share with you guys about my business mastermind that i've got coming up the queendom alchemy mastermind um because If you feel like you're on a hamster wheel in your business right now, if you feel like you're operating from survival mode, if you feel like it's just all a mess and you're just kind of randomly doing stuff in your business and hoping things work and hoping things work out and hoping at some point it'll just magically turn into momentum that just scales up to, you know, six figures, or if you're already at six figures beyond six figures, and somehow you magically reach stability, which, you know, as I even mentioned, you could be earning a lot of money in your business, but still not have financial stability. Um, or if, you know, if you find yourself, feeling like you have to do things in business you don't want to do and you're getting burnt out on that, even though this is meant to be a passion business sharing your gifts, then I want to tell you that there is a better way. Like it doesn't have to be that way. It's not, you know, I was saying this right at the very beginning of this episode. It's not like this random thing where you've just got to hope things pick up enough that 
stability magically happens, you create stability. You set it in place. You put in the structures in place that are going to create a uh, flow so that you experience flow in your business and flow with customers and clients coming in to each of your offerings and stability. Like you create the structures with that. Business will definitely challenge you. I'm not, I'm not saying at all. I'm not offering because I don't believe it exists. And I, I think you should be very wary if anyone tells you it does exist. I'm not saying business will not be challenging and it, there's some magic pill that will make it not challenging, but it doesn't have to be as hard, painful, or slow as you're making it. You can actually invite in so much more ease and you can shave off years, years by actually putting in place structures and being very deliberate about how you manage your internal world and external world. So the key is to have the tools to manage your internal world and practically and effectively, not just like these feel-good, wishy-washy things that don't actually give you the power and control over your internal world that you want, but really that do and that keep you in connection with your vision and genius, as well as the tools on how to structure your offers, your marketing, and your business so that it creates flow. Because you can, if you have these two elements uh, of structure in your business, you can have that. It won't happen overnight because nothing is going to happen overnight. You've got to set things in place. You've got to, okay, like here's, here's this, this part of my business that I'm, I'm going to get going, get momentum happening. But you can set things in place so that it's inevitable. You set structures in place so that it's inevitable and it will be inevitable. And this is exactly what I help you do in my mastermind. This is a essentially like a business training, group coaching, masterminding program. We have seven months together so that I can not only teach you all of this stuff, but support you to implement it and integrate it and actually do it. You know, and there's a, it's a big difference between those things. Um, so I'm going to help you actually really get this and apply this in this mastermind. Uh, there is a monthly business training module. There are group coaching calls where I personally coach all of you. So it's a small group. So I can give you a very high level of support. I personally coach everyone. You will also, by me coaching anyone else, you will get coached by that as well. And you'll see if you uh, become a part of this experience. There's also peer masterminding so that you connect with others that are on the same journey, the same path as you. And you actually also get some completely like one-to-one time with me so that I can really make sure that you're getting this and help you with anything um, anything that's coming up for you to make sure that you're applying what you're learning and you're getting the support that you need to do that. So this is a way to really have acceleration, really have support um, and, and really like shave off a lot of time, a lot of pain, a lot of stress that you would otherwise most likely have as you're seeking to grow and expand your business doing what you love. So if you are ready to say fucking goodbye 
to the struggle, the hamster wheel, the push, the force, the maybe freeze patterns that you might find yourself in, and hello to consistency, passion, growth, stability, and really feeling like you're living your purpose, then I want to invite you to click the link that's in the description for this episode notes to head over to the page with all the information about the mastermind and just go directly to the bottom of the page and book in a call with me. So you can book in a 30 minute call with me to go over the mastermind where you're at in business right now and whether this is going to be something that um, will support you because it's it's a really incredible um, opportunity and container for all of you that are, you know, wanting to create your genius businesses and really wanting to get out of your own way and to create effective business structures that rather than resulting in you literally spinning your wheels and getting fucking burnt out that actually result in you stepping into your greatness, your leadership, your power, and growing and expanding your business and your service in the world. And that's what I'm here to help you do. So, Uh, you can go ahead, hit the link in the episode description, or if you head directly over to my website, go.alexisharvey.com, you will also find a link in the navigation bar. If you go to the coaching tab, um, and then you go to the Queendom Alchemy Mastermind, that's also where you can find the information. Or if all else fails, message me on Instagram. My handle is at alexh.co. All right, gorgeous. I'm sending you so much love. I hope to be talking to you very soon on a call about the mastermind. If this is something that is speaking to you um, and that you feel the pull for. And otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Mwah.